Good evening, it's Tuesday the 10th of April and this is the Tuescast for the previous week. I have just been re-watching a bit of Game of Thrones because um, my internet's on the blink a little bit and um, I can't reliably load things that are streaming, which is always an interesting predicament to find yourself in, you think. I get my survivalist mentality on and start thinking, oh, I don't trust this technology. But I have Game of Thrones in a format that I know won't cop out on me as long as the power's running. To rely on a, a permanent connection to something, I don't know, it just seems a bit naive. But at any rate, I'm, I'm one episode prior to The Red Wedding... And um, I remember the shock and horror and awe that I felt watching The Red Wedding and knowing that it's coming feels different, quite different. I love Game of Thrones. I really do. I love it. I know it's not perfect, but it's it's quite brilliant and it's great to be one of its many, many fans. Um, before that I was watching Unreal, which I really like, and I was planning to do what I did the night before, which is watch an episode of Unreal and then watch Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> because for better or worse, I got quite into the Bachelorette series with Sophie Monk, and well, a few years ago I watched one episode of The Bachelor all the way through, and um, Bachelor in Paradise is quite pleasant chewing gum TV for my brain, just chew away on it. doesn't produce any nutrients, but it's quite a satisfying chew. Um, I'm reading a book called When Elephants Weep, which is about the emotional life of animals, and it's um, author Jeffrey Masson. Um, it's co-authored Jeffrey Masson and Susan McCarthy have written this. Um, apparently there's some connection between Jeffrey Masson and another book that he's written and a book that I read a very long time ago about Sigmund Freud and his cocaine use, um, which I never, I mean, I, I look back on it now in the context of reading this book and because really when animals weep is actually an, an essay, a plaintive cry for a change in how we perceive um, our ability to talk about animal emotions, you know, that so many worthwhile studies are not acceptable because we're so afraid of anthropomorphism. And um, while I'll, I'll be, you know, the first to say that anthropomorphism is a huge problem if you're trying to accurately reflect anything's life, it isn't enough to throw the baby out with the bathwater and to say that animals don't have any emotions because you can't prove it. And that, in a way, I think what I've read so far of when animals weep is a bit of a uh, an argument for the limits of science and not not disrespecting those boundaries, but in a way accepting them and, um, yeah, allowing that there may be something beyond the scientific method's ability to perceive and recreate that's still worth studying. That's the that's the central tenet of the message that I seem to be getting out of the book. And 
I remember how significant reading the uh, the um, E.M. Thornton, I think her name was, um, book about Freud. I'd never, ever, ever believed a word that Freud said after that. And it's worth reading the book if you'd like to free yourself from the grip of psychoanalysis, particularly how it's um, affected cinema theory, which, as as we all knew, was was very influenced by psychoanalysis and Freudian Freudian theories. And uh, I think cinema went through really a a, a very a cult like stasis where. I've been using the expression lately, drink the Kool-Aid. I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. And I was, I was talking about drink the Kool-Aid in regards to um, The Bachelor, The Bachelor in Paradise, because one of the contestants made this comment about, you know, these two people coming on and having their love story. And I was thinking, wow, you've really drunk the fucking Kool-Aid. Who believes in love on a reality TV show? Like, really? And yet I've watched, I've watched episodes and been really moved and... But manipulated to be moved, not perhaps not genuinely moved, but certainly effectively moved. So I'm drawing a, I don't know, fairly tenuous distinction between effectively moved and genuinely moved. Um, I was genuinely moved by an article in the New Yorker magazine about um, some repressed abuse that had been suffered by a writer. His essay is amazing. I was not particularly moved by the divided states of America of women about Iceland that that girl who's doing the YouTube videos I just find her a bit too American and I know enough about the Iceland story to go wow this is really filtered through for an American audience but there's no doubt no doubt in my mind that looking critically at Iceland's um, history in terms of gender politics and gender equality is, is well worth studying but I, I feel like I don't need to start right back where the Americans are at the moment myself, you know. But if it brings enlightenment to anyone, then awesome, awesome and good work. Um, musically, I found a copy of the Talking Heads album, Speaking in Tongues, which is all broken up. Like, it, it's, it's, it, I had to break it down a bit. Speaking in Tongues isn't spelled. It's all broken up. And um, I bought it because of the, the, the last track on it, which is um, This Must Be The Place, brackets Naive Melody, which I know from Lars and the Real Girl and that moment where he's dancing. He's dancing at a party and it's just lovely. It's a lovely, lovely moment in a lovely, lovely film. And it's an excellent use of beautiful music in a beautiful film. So, um, yeah, no regrets about buying that album. Uh, I've also been listening to the new, well, okay, so me, I, I bought the Taylor Swift album Reputation for my daughter um, and me <laughs> because we really loved Look What You Made Me Do, the single, and I was like, well, this is obviously going to be a really cool album, we should get it because we, we listened to a lot of 1989 then we went to see her live and I realised that I love we Are Never Getting Back Together, that song that's from a previous album. And I didn't even realise that was Taylor Swift, but I had, that, had, that had crossed my awareness. I, I knew that song, even though I didn't know it was Taylor Swift. But anyway, so we were listening to, to the Reputation album on shuffle on the SD card in the car the other day. And we started listening to a track called Delicate. And I look at Armin and I don't know this one. 
And she goes, I don't know this one. And we listened to it. And I said, oh, this is a really, 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 really good song. It's not a great, big, booming, reb, sort of angry song. And it's not a soppy love song. It's somewhere in the middle. And it's quite a beautiful autobiographical piece. And um, so I'd started listening to it quite a lot. I've got it really stuck in my head the last few days. And then I realised, Googling it on YouTube, that it's got a video and it's got an absolutely delightful music video. And I know that if you don't like Taylor Swift, there's really not much that can be done to make you like her. But if you like her, then really there's not a lot that can be done to stop you liking her more and more and more all the time. And um, I'm in the latter category of the two. And the video for Delicate is quite excellent. And the the, the song itself is really, really, I think, possibly the most musically brilliant song on the album. Look, What You Made Me Do is really cool, but Delicate, Delicate's really a fantastic, a fantastic track. So anyway, I've been listening to that quite a bit and um, had that pretty much on repeat, dancing around and um, still listening to the Lord album a lot. And I wrote on my Facebook the other day, I said, sometimes I swear listening to Lord feels like going to church and it is. It's like there's something about just letting that Lord album be the headspace that I'm in, especially when I'm in the kitchen for some reason. I put it on when I'm in the kitchen. The CD is actually in a, in a CD player in the kitchen and I listen to it while I'm getting dinner ready usually because the kids will be watching Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom in the front room and I can shut the door and put Lord on quite loud. And because it's such a good album, like from start to finish, it's a really good album. And um, I really love that Wolf Alice album, but start to finish, it's not so consistent. It's not, it's not such a whole album as Melodrama, which I think is quite spectacularly good. Um, let me see what else has been popping up. In my attention, oh, India's um, got a law through to protect young girls from marriage, uh, from sexual relations within marriage. That's that's no longer protected under this new um, this legal change, which I, I was really, really, really concerned about. And to see it changed is it's just beautiful. And oh no, it's not beautiful because it's just so fucking tragic. But Anyway, it's a, a step in the right direction, much belated, but it would be foolish to say that it wasn't a welcome piece of progress. So I think it's quite difficult to be a politically active feminist at the moment because there's so much happening, there's so much changing, but there's also this dawning realisation in the mainstream that there's so much work that needs to be done. And I think if you've seen it coming for a long, a long way off, and you've known about these things for a long time, It's it can be a little bit depressing to see people saying, oh, I didn't realise this was still happening. You go, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, it really is, and it's horrifying. And I don't know if I'm actively seeking out to be horrified. I hope not, but I want to know what's going on in the world because I don't think that it's right for me to feel comfortable and happy and stressed about my first world problems unless I'm really participating in in the concerns of my fellow beings that are on the planet. And 
on that note, I am going to say goodnight because it's been a big day and it's, life's a bit intense at the moment. But rest assured, I'm still reading. Duolingo's undergone some major upgrade and now I feel like I'm starting from scratch all over again. But I still want... It's not counting in percentages anymore. It's some sort of weird crown system. So I have no idea what's going on. But I'm still learning my languages and enjoying them a lot. Still reading enjoying um i haven't caught up with the new season of billions yet i kind of want to wait until it's built up like three or four episodes and just binge watch them that would be really good if i can hold off from doing that so the show that i'm up to date with has been unreal and um it's uh yeah i don't want to run out of i think there might be a new episode today actually so i probably could have watched another one but instead i switched off and watched the second to last episode of game through season three and yeah, and now I'm off to bed. So on that note, on that highly musical note, I will say take care of yourself. And I mean it. Take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. I, I don't know what you'd like to be getting out of this. I'd love to know. <laughs> don't know what I'm getting out of this. But at any rate, for better or worse, this is the Tuesday cast. So take care of yourself and I will see you next Tuesday.